What's going on everybody? Welcome to Industry Talk Podcast. Excuse the sounding of my voice. I have a toothache and it's kind of got my jaw a little swollen, so kind of sounds a little mushy mouth. That's why. Um shout out to everybody that's watching on Industry Talk Podcast Instagram right now and shout out to everybody that's watching on my Facebook, my personal Facebook right now, and everybody that's tuned in on YouTube, I'm trying to fix my phone, YouTube, that's what, that's what's going on here, I decided last minute I was going to do this, this on uh, Instagram, so, we're just going to do it, you know, however the Lord sees fit, okay, Whatever angle he sees fit for y'all to have is what y'all going to have. If y'all want to see a different angle, make sure y'all jump on YouTube. So um, if you haven't noticed, I'm on here a little bit early um, because I actually have a prior engagement that was set up um, a minute ago with my private training group inside of my app. So I want to kind of keep that, um, you know, I want to keep that engagement, but I also wanted to um, keep this engagement. So... Man, it has been a busy week, you know, so let's get the particulars out um, and let's get that down. So this broadcast has been brought to you by Mantis Tech and USCCA. USCCA is a sponsor and they are a self-defense insurance company. Mantis Tech is our sponsor and they are a dry firing and live firing training app that you can have on iOS or Android, iPad, phone, whatever you have. You can put it on there and it's like having an instructor at home with you. The link for both of those things will be in the description of each broadcast. So make sure you check those out. Click the link, get those discounts, whatever you got to do. If you have a firearm, make sure that you have firearm insurance um and if you do have a firearm make sure you um at home you know working it out so that is our sponsors for today hopefully we start having more sponsors but those two sponsors have actually been sponsoring me for a long time i think i've mentioned on the other episode that mantis sponsored me when i went home to buffalo new york and did some in the streets Firearm, self-defense, stop the bleed, CPR training. They sent me a couple of tools to use out there because we couldn't bring any real guns. So they sent me some training tools to um, take out there after that um, mass shooting that we had at the grocery store. So Mantis, you know, and the people that work for Mantis are a really, really good company. Um, they're, they're, they're dope. They're dope people. So anyway, check those two things out, USCCA and Mantis. Um, this is our third episode. It technically is like our fifth episode, but I have to, I have to admit on YouTube, you're only, and on Spotify, you're only going to hear two episodes because the other two episodes, my freaking microphone was off. I mean, an hour worth of talking and only the people that were on live on my devices could hear me. But YouTube, Spotify, they couldn't hear me. So we're back at episode three. I've double checked the mic, so you should be able to watch this episode. Um, Usually I don't stream the full episode on my lives, but you'll be able to watch the full episode or listen to the full episode on Spotify or YouTube. All right, so. First part of the main maintenance of the show was to talk about the sponsors. The second part of the maintenance is to talk about what we drinking and what we smoking today. So, yes, I have a toothache. I'm still going to drink because bourbon cures all. 
Alright, so first let me just show you my little fancy cup that I got today. Mm, ooh. And it actually has like a little cap on it. Let me see if I can find the cap. Let me see. It's over here. Uh, let's see if I can get it out of its box. It's like so tightly wrapped into this box. Hold on one second. There we go. Alright. It's got like a freaking little cap to it. Ooh. Tell me that's not freaking spectacular. <laughs> so, yeah. So, it's got, it's like a tasting thing. Sometimes we use this in the cigar world to put our um, palate cleanser in here. So, I use um, sparkling water. I use Pellegrino. Put it in here. Swish it around. <laughs> clear my palate so I can try the next thing but today what we're going to be putting in this beautiful cup is the last bit of one of my favorite freaking bourbon whiskeys so I'm getting in the camera real good let me see let me get this camera all right so Jefferson's Ocean let me get it in here let me get it in here Jefferson's Ocean, Jefferson's Ocean. So Jefferson's Ocean, I'm going to give you a little rundown of what that is. Um, basically, some guys were out on a boat. They were drinking Jefferson. They were like, oh, man, what would it be like if we put these in casts and had it aged on the boat while it was rocking around and getting agitated? I don't know. Ty, let's see. Trey, let's see. Chris, let's see. These are actually really the names of the people who actually <laughs> did this. I don't know how that's going to be, Chris, so let's just see how it is because people with money just be doing stuff. So they on this boat, and they decide, fine. Three years later, they're going to just put it on the boat, and then three years after that, they decided to actually taste it, and they said, per them, the constant agitation and changing of climate imparted a sweet, caramelized flavor reminiscent of dark rum while the salty ocean air and sea spray gave the bourbon the savory bringy i don't even know what bringy means like what the hell what is bringy bringy character of an islay scotch whiskey i don't know if all that's true but i can tell you that this is some good you see that i'm at the end of the bottle so i'm, I'm drinking the end of it with y'all y'all grab your drink Okay, so we're gonna, you know, you know, I don't, I don't get drunk on the show, but we're gonna drink the last bit. I want all my drops, man. I want all my drops. We're gonna drink the last bit with you guys, but that's Jefferson's Oceans. That's the, that's the Jefferson's Ocean. That's the rundown of Jefferson Ocean. Um, basically, it is aged. Um, and this, let me see, how long is it aged? I guess three years. Three. Three or four years, um, it's 90 proof. <laughs> Cheers to that. Cheers to the 90 proof. I mean, the bottle's pretty cool. It's got the little map on the back, you know, Jefferson's Ocean. And, I mean, they have a lot of different other Jeffersons, too. So, this is not just the only one. This is just my favorite one. Um, so, definitely check that out. That is my suggestion for today. Uh, that is my, that's my... Um, bourbon whiskey suggestion for the day now what we're drinking is that but what we're smoking i've actually already lit it and then i got sleepy because i've had a very very busy work weekend um so i uh, ended up not smoking the whole thing so we're gonna smoke it now but this is um it is a farm rolled 
Kester blend from Pravada Cigar Club. I know you guys have heard me talk about Pravada Cigar Club before. Um, I'm a fan. I'm a member of like three other subscriptions. I love the owner. I talk to him all the time um, on Instagram. He's a great guy. They have great content for beginners, people who've been smoking cigars for a long time. People are brand new to the whole thing. Like they have content for 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 a little bit of everybody. Alright. Try and keep my phone still. Alright, so some of that wrapper coming off. Alright, so this is what's going on. So this is called the orange blend. So what happens with Provada is they have a subscription that you can do called the tester. Um and they Send you this card. I know it's a little. Can't really. Uh, let me see. Uh, uh, I got a ring light on. Boom. There you go. They send you this card. And on the card, it has draw 1 to 10, burn 1 to 10, complexity 1 to 10, dynamic range 1 to 10, smoke texture 5, wrapper quality 5, overall enjoyability 50, total could be up to 100, strength and nicotine a plus or minus, intensity. Um, low, medium, actually, I don't know what the F, oh, I'm sorry, um, low, medium, full, I'm guessing, like full body, medium body, I don't know why the L, anyway, um, so, yeah, so you could do all those, right, so you test it, which is what I'm doing, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, test it out. And then you grade it on all those things that's on that tester. You sign it. And then after you sign it, you're supposed to mail it back in. So I have about 15 to 20 of these. So I said I was going to wait till I get to like 50 and then I was going to send all 50 in. I like being a part of the process. I think that's what's so great about this. Cheers to everybody that's drinking and smoking with me. Woo! You know, I taste, I taste, I taste a little cinnamon too on this. Like, I taste, I definitely taste a bit of cinnamon inside this. I mean, I don't know where you're getting cinnamon in the ocean, but I definitely taste a bit of cinnamon. Ooh. What you mean? Oh, uh, uh-uh. uh. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah, I definitely taste a bit of cinnamon in there. It's so smooth, though. To be 90 proof, it's not, <clears throat> you know what I mean? So anyway, that's the maintenance of the show, all right? We got the sponsors out the way. Shout out to Mantis. Shout out to USCCA. And shout out to everybody who clicks those links every time I say it. Um, and then we got what we're drinking. We're drinking Jefferson's Ocean. Today and then what we smoking? We smoking the orange blend from Provada Cigar Club. Y'all check them out. Very cheap, very good prices on everything, and it's always got some sort of rare cigar um, that they're allowing us to um, test out. Um, now, today's episode is a little bit about a couple of things, right? So, as you know, if you don't know, I own a security company, and we do training we do actual security we do private investigation right we do a bunch of stuff in between all that but that's the gist of what we do um so 
I just got whiff of a new law that is about to pass. And I'm going to pull this up and I'm going to read it to you because I don't want to say anything freaking wrong. Right. All right. So, boom. Private guards are currently unlicensed and unregulated in Maryland. One, that is absolutely true and not true. Let's just break that down because you shouldn't be unlicensed in Maryland because there is a process that you're supposed to be going through to get your guard card. But if you look at these club security, I don't care where you at. You could be in Buffalo. You could be in L.A. I see somebody on here from Atlanta. You could be anywhere. There's going to be somebody at the door of the club threatening to knock somebody out who's not licensed. That is our problem. Our problem is we got a lot of unregulated situations in the security industry. Now, as an owner, it's good and bad for me because I choose to go to the leather of the law. Like, I choose to do right, but there's people who don't choose to do right. And then at the same time, I could cut corners if I want to. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's good and bad. But it is a lot of people out here doing security and don't got no license and got no training and got a lot of things. So, um, I mean, you got people out here doing armed security. They don't even have no gun. You just think it's concealed. They lying to you. But anyway, I digress on that. I don't want to tell nobody business for real. Um, so anyway, uh, we're unlicensed and unregulated in Maryland. Um, three people have been killed by private security in the past two years in Baltimore City. So that's where this is stemming from. Apparently, there has been three killings by private security in Baltimore City. And now people are in an uproar about private security, right? I don't agree or disagree, right? Whatever. Um, so the bill um, that is co-sponsored by Baltimore City Delegate Elizabeth Embury, D-District 43A, she said that there is a lack of formal training and very little oversight and is very alarming. I mean, it is very alarming. It is absolutely alarming how much that these company owners just hire anybody. It's alarming how much these daggone dudes throw on a black t-shirt that say security on the back. And now they just the guard of all guards. I mean, so you, I mean, it's true. We do have a lack of formal training, not over here at after hours though. We don't have that. Matter of fact, I got a training. I got a training on Sunday with the, with of uh, the four female officers that I use on a certain contract over and they're going to get off work and then come train and they're going to be training firearms. They're going to be training uh, laws. They're going to be training uh, self-defense, martial arts. We, you know what I'm saying? I don't be playing with people. You know, I have situation awareness training. I throw in laws all the time. I send out emails because you have to keep your people regulated on your own and you got to keep yourself regulated because like this happens. And then, you know, your insurance is your insurance, but then you got the, the, that liability when you're an owner. So, all right. So they just want to make sure that anyone who is interacting with the public in a way that may seem that may use force against them, weapons or just physical restraint, um, the public has some confidence that there has been some certification process, background check, and making sure that they are adequately trained and supervised. That's what she wants. Now, I don't disagree with nothing that this lady is saying because it is actually already in place. In Maryland, you're supposed to get a guard card. The guard card is an eight-hour course. I teach this course. I certify this for this course. I sign the applications for Maryland State Police. So I know that it is a course. Now, does everybody take the course? Nope. Does it stop people from getting jobs at clubs? Absolutely not. 
So I agree with O Elizabeth. A A Elizabeth. District was she? A Elizabeth. Um D District 43A. Holla at me, son. Because you know what? I'm trying to work with you. I'm trying to help you regulate. And I'm trying to help the public feel like they are protected by people who have gone through background checks and certifications. Because I do background checks on all my guards. I make sure that they all have certifications. And if they're not going through training with me, I double check who they went through training with. And if I don't like the company that the guard got their certifications through, I actually don't hire them. They might not know that till right now, but... If somebody, if I say, who did you get your guard card through? Or who did you get your gun permit through? And they go, oh, such and such. And it's somebody I deem to be bush. I'd be like, oh, we're not hiring at this time. And I could be literally needing somebody at that moment to be on a contract. And they could have been the perfect person. But if I don't trust your training and I don't have time to train you myself, you're out of here, bro. Because what's going to happen is you're going to do something stupid. I'm going to be in my bed sleep. Thinking that everything's all good, you're gonna do something stupid, and then I'm gonna be in court. I'm gonna have to pay out that insurance policy, and that's gonna be my name that's on your shirt that's getting draw, dragged through the mud. Now I ain't got time for none of that. I'm, I might kill over my business for real, so. Y'all gotta try. Y'all gotta try this. For everybody that just jumped on the lives, y'all gotta try this. Oh. Y'all gotta try this Jefferson's Ocean. It's really, it's really good. Now, I'm not supposed to be staying on here too much longer because I have a, a training class, actually. Um, I have a private training class to get to. But I told them, hey, I got, I got this, so they better jump on here in the meantime. So anyway, she wants to change it from eight hours to a 12-hour training course. Now, this is only for Maryland, guys. She wants to change the 8-hour course to a 12-hour training curriculum that includes the appropriate use of force, de-escalation, and basic criminal law. Pause. I don't know if this lady be all up in my house, but this book that y'all see right here, this is a de-escalation book. I have a full-blown course that I make my guards take. I already been doing this, Elizabeth. What I what I basically feel like is you can't judge all security companies and all security guards by one or two Lord have mercy. By one or two stupid people. That's what I feel. I feel like we're being judged by the minority of stupid guards and stupid company owners who hire people and don't train them. That's what I feel. So, I want Elizabeth to come holler at me. Goodness, I don't know why it was so difficult. But I want Elizabeth to come holler at me so she know that there's people out here really doing their thing. And people out here who don't be playing. Um. So, anyway. So, she's just trying to make the security guard industry... Um. She's trying to make the security guard industry better. I bet you this lady ain't did security a day in her. I'm going to have to look her up because the people who be making laws, this is what kills me. The people who be making laws and petitioning to do certain legislation, they don't have nothing to do with it, though. Gun laws be by people who ain't never shot a gun. Be by people who ain't never been a victim of a crime. Be by people who don't live in the inner city. Be by people who don't even know how to spell certain names of guns. Don't know how to pronounce names of the parts of guns. Don't know how to work the guns. The laws be by people who don't have nothing to do with what they're making a law about. 
if you don't live in the inner city, don't tell me that I shouldn't have a firearm with little little JJ on the side corner right there is not listening to your law and he got a firearm. Now my grandmother, she could be packing her little joint, but now she can't because you didn't made a city law because you think it's better when you live out in the suburbs and you don't have no idea. So it's usually by people like that. So before I go too deep on Miss Delegate Elizabeth Emery, I'm I'm just going I'm gonna have to Google her and I'm gonna have to talk about it next time. But anyway, this is the Senate Bill 760, and so. We'll see if it goes through, which it doesn't make a difference to me because I already make my people, you know, I already make my people do what they got to do. So she uses a video on here at a jewelry store and somebody was shot by a security guard and he wasn't licensed and blah, blah, blah. I mean, it does happen. It is a thing. Not saying that it isn't a thing, not saying that it doesn't happen, but I'm just saying that. To make the class 12 hours and it's already 8 hours is really unnecessary. Because I think, maybe this is what I think. Making the class still be 8 hours, still have that de-escalation, the use of force, basic law, self-defense laws. I teach law, I teach self-defense law, gun laws, de-escalation, use of force for the area. Because this is, this is the thing. Use of force may be different and in, in depending on where you at. So if you're in Baltimore County, I use the use of force continuum that Baltimore County police use. And then I go, you ain't the police, so be under that. <laughs> if we in the city, I go, this is what Baltimore City uh, police use as the use of force continuum. You ain't the police, so be under that. Right. Use of force in a court of law may look different. I had to go to court. I'm going to tell you a story real quick. So this is a story real quick. Let me, let me, let me figure out where I want to start at with the story. All right, so the story goes like this. Dude bigger than me was stealing steaks, putting them in his drawers at a grocery store I was working at. I was an armed guard. I'm small. I'm a female. People always try and bitch me, period, right? Sorry for whoever don't like language. People always try and bitch me. I've been trying to get bitched my whole life. People, you know what I'm saying? Period. It's okay, though, because when I really go there, I go there. But I be trying, I be trying to be nice because I don't want to go there because I'm not sure I can turn it off. See, I'm one of them people, like, I will back down from a fight. I will say no. I will even let you call me scared, a punk, all that, because I know once I grip my paws around you, I just might not let go. Now we're talking about something else, right? So this dude, you know, he called me every name under the sun, every name under the sun besides my actual first and last name. So he calls me everything under the sun. And he reaches out like he about to, you know what I mean, give me a good little jab. Now, I'm a realist. I'm still a female. I get one good hit by some grown man. I'm getting knocked out, right? I didn't got hit by a grown man before. It hurt. So I'm like, yo, mm, I don't really want this. So, you know what I'm saying? All right. So I had a gun. I had pepper spray. And I had a baton. I used to really be in love with my baton. I don't really work details anymore. So I'm, I'm not, you know, you know what I'm saying? So take my baton out. He's so busy cussing me out that he doesn't even notice that that's what I'm doing. Take my baton out. Bop. Now it's expandable. So when it's expandable, for those that's not in the industry, expandable, you swap it and it just comes out. It's not like a billy club like the police used to have. I let this joint go out. I was running my mouth. But, um, so it's not like a billy club kind of thing. So what happens is.
he reaches to hit me or whatever. And when he reaches to hit me, <laughs> I hit him in the arm. Now, I'm lower than him. So my swing goes, wow. And I mean, it extended beautiful timing, beautiful sound. It sounded like a symphony to me because I'm a psychopath. So it was just like, wow, hit him in the arm, cut. All you hear is a screaming. I end up going to court for that, by the way. I end up going to court for that. So just, I just want you to know, as a security guard, anything you do, man, make sure that, listen, my boy that's on this live right now, anything you do, you need to make sure that your job backs you up. You need to make sure your job backs you up. Your job got insurance. You got insurance. You need to make sure that your job will back you up for anything that you have on your belt that you're going to use. You better make sure it's in the right way, man. You better make sure it's, a, it's within law and all that. Before you even do that, you need to be playing that stuff in your head. Like, dang, if I call my job, will they back me up? Is the law going to go with me or without? Bop, bop, bop. So I whoop, hit him. You know what I'm saying? He... Oh, he on the ground. He crying. He ain't he ain't that big and bad no more with his stakes in his balls. So he's, you know, on the ground. It's like meat, meat, meat to meat. Okay, I digress on that. But, you know, he on the ground. He crying. He doing what he do, whatever. Boom, boom, boom. Cussing me out, still crying. And But if I didn't use that force, his force that he was planning on using could have really hurt me. Now, I got a gun on. If he had a really hurt me, then he could have taken my gun. And then he could have potentially hurt other people around me. So when I get to court, that's that's what I say. Because the thing is about use of force is you got to be able to articulate that in a court of law. You know, I hit him with the titties and everything. Like, he bigger than me, judge. And I just fear that he might take my farm and harm other people, other citizens. Other citizens, judge in your jurisdiction. I mean, I was. I mean, every show I've ever watched came to my head, and I used all the terminology possible. Like the lawyer was like, "All right, girl, now calm down. You wallin' wallin'." But I'm just saying, you gotta make sure that you can articulate the use of force. So her saying teaching the use of force, all that's fine and dandy. You could read whatever the use of force is on a piece of paper. You could do the training all day. But instead of making trainer longer for that one day or that one time period, I think multiple trainings should happen. And I think it should be up to the security companies. I think it should be up to the job to supply certain training. I have an app. I'm telling my guards, get on the app. I'm doing free training on this app, right? Let's get together and let's let's train on a regular basis. I'm I'm. When I did Pride, I made my, my guys go through um, sensitivity training. Because one thing we wasn't going to do is have a a gay-owned company go out to Pride and somebody be disrespectful. And you an officer for me. That's not what, that's how I started training. <laughs> that, that's first of all, I'm an asshole. So I started training like, yo, what we not going to do is care about how you feel about it. I don't care. What you think about it, I don't care if you don't want your kids to be, I don't care. But what you're going to do is you're going to respect these people. And that was how I started training. If you got a problem with it, then you don't need to be getting my gay dollars. So you need somebody else to sign your paycheck this week. So that's how I started training. So I train, whether it's, you know, the you know the regular type of training or, or whatever. But I agree with Miss. I forgot her name already, Elizabeth. That it is needs to be a little bit more regulation because some of these, some of these freaking club security be walling out. Some of these club security be walling out. 
And some of these other security just don't be good enough. Like, you know, when you walk, I walk in Navy Federal. Navy Federal. Navy Federal. That's for the military people to keep their money in. I walk in the Navy Federal, and I know I took a picture. I walked in Navy Federal, the security guard got his head down. He got his head down. He got his phone out. He got one of them wallet things. I just got one. That's how I know I'm old. So he had one of those wallet phone cases. So he in his phone, he doing whatever. He got his little boop, boop, boop. He never once looks up at me. Not one time. Not one time. I didn't already slip the note. I didn't already robbed him. He's still sitting there on the phone. Because these companies don't be caring about who they have. I fire people for I fire people on a celebrity detail. I fired a guard not because he wasn't good, not because I didn't trust him, none of that. I fired him because he was too happy to be around the celebrity. It's like you have to put the people in the place that you know they're going to thrive and that that's their they're going to take their duty seriously. I put somebody out because they wore Tim's instead of regular boots that they were supposed to wear. Like, it's just certain things that you have to do as an owner where you can't be letting people be at Navy Federal. Now, if I wanted to be a hater and report that or be a hater and get in contact like, this is what you want, this is what you should have. And it could be literally a side-by-side picture of me in uniform and a side-by-side picture of this dude. So I do agree with her that it do need to be cleaned up a little bit. I don't think what she's proposing really is going to clean it up, making it 12 hours, making people have guard cards. I mean, it's not that difficult to get a guard card, but, you know, whatever. So anyway, that's my little spill on that law. Um, and this weekend, man, this is what I wanted to talk about. So I wasn't even going to get on here today. I was so tired, right? But um, this weekend was really, really busy for me. So I'm just going to share it with y'all because y'all are my friends and whatnot. But this weekend was super busy. I've been in bed all day. It started out Thursday. I had a client. Um, I call it client schmoozing. You know what I'm saying? Some cigars, some good bourbon. Take him to the gun range. I'm a VIP member at Gun Tree. So I take him to the back, you know, smooth a little. We got poker tables, pool tables. We got the whole nine. Walk around, everybody saying hi. Let me tell you, this random stranger really helped me along with my client schmoozing because these clients really don't are not fond of me for whatever reason. But they're not that fond, but somebody else on the team is fond. And so, you know, they're battling with the fondness of me. But this dude walks up, this big black dude walks up and goes, oh, my God, that's the girl from YouTube. And I'm like, oh, my God, who's the girl from YouTube? I'm looking around, looking for this girl from YouTube, seeing if I recognize the girl from YouTube. Turns out I'm the girl from YouTube. He screams out, oh, my God, look, it's the girl from YouTube. And... I'm the girl from YouTube, and that was really awesome because it was in front of these clients who my contract is going to be up for review in June, and so it was good for them to see that other people admire my work, and they were all impressed, like, oh, my God, you the girl from YouTube? I was like, yeah. Then I went up to the dude, was like, hey, nice to meet you. You know, thanks for watching the video. What video was it? And he had somebody else pull up the video. So now everybody that's at the counter is looking at this video. They're not even doing their job. And it just was a big hoopla thing about me, the girl from YouTube. And these guys that I'm trying to smooth was like, yo, okay. All right, so you've been doing this a long time. This is really what you do. Yeah, I'm not just some random girl that your boss likes and... Um, gave me the job. No, this is really what I do for a living. This is really, I eat, breathe, and sleep this right here. I wake up like, man, that was not safe. Or I'm driving around like, man, 
she should really put a lock on that. Like, this is really what I do. I breathe this stuff right here. Um, so that was really good. I had that on Thursday. And then Friday, I had three students um, on the gun range. And it was lovely because I, I got to say something. The changing of the law um, earlier this year about who can apply um, for gun licenses really broke a barrier in who I have as a clientele. I have all the old white people, and I love it so bad. First of all, I love white money. Like, I don't care how that sounds. It's so true because they pay what you ask them to pay. They pay on time. They don't be asking no questions. They don't be trying to talk you down. They don't be trying to change your price. If they see value in you, then they will pay what you say that you're worth. And I love that for me. So I any other uh, business owner on any of these lives, I, I love that for y'all too. I speak customers into your life, into your world that see your value, your products value, your service value, and doesn't try to talk you down. Because they don't be going in Walmart, Target, trying to talk them down. They pay whatever the things say. So I speak that into all of my black women businesses, for real. I speak everybody knowing your worth and paying what you feel like you're worth. And something that I struggle with as a business owner is actually knowing my worth. Taking my prices up, not wanting to ruffle feathers, not wanting to be overpriced. So I'm, I'm, I'm devaluing myself. So I speak all this into y'all. Two, I want y'all to start valuing, valuing yourself up in those prices. It's 2023. Let's go up, okay? Because you're worth it, your product's worth it, and so is your service, whatever that may be. I don't care what you're doing. It's 2023. It's an inflation. You might as well get with it, okay? That's my little business spiel for today. So anyway, so I had three students. They were great. One of the students, it was a couple, husband and wife. They offer me now. I don't know if y'all yeah follow me on on my social media, but I've been talking about wanting to do some outdoor training with people, getting down and dirty, doing martial arts, doing this self defense. I've actually chosen a curriculum and everything, different um, training stations. Cheers, whoever just joined and want to drink with me. Um, you know, we're doing different training stations, and um, we, I'm starting it this Sunday, but they. Don't know anything about that because they don't follow me on social media. They don't even have it. This was a, a, a church referral. Um, but they offered me their land. I'm going to let y'all sit with that. I'm going to let y'all sit with that. I'm going to let y'all sit with that. Because what I want to talk about is the importance of relationships. And the importance of always carrying yourself the way you want to be seen. By others who won't even see you. And that means you want to carry yourself on, on live right now. I could be in my pajamas. But this is how I, I dress on a regular basis. So I'm going to come on camera like this. Because when you talk about a podcast that you listen to or you watch or whatever. To somebody who's not watching me. I want you to describe me the way that I am. Right? And I want them to know me as if they can see me with this turtleneck. And this blazer. Okay? Express. Okay, updo. I got to carry myself at all times the way I want to be known. Therefore, I need to talk about myself the way I be known. I want to talk about 
what I want to be known for on a regular basis. And I, I'm just learning that. Shout out to Shauna K. My brand lady, man, she crazy, man. She knows her stuff, okay? My brand manager, she hates when I call her that. She knows her stuff, okay? And these people don't even know that I was going to do it in my backyard. And they offered me land, acres, Okay, that I don't have to pay for, that I don't have to buy, that I don't have to sign papers for, that I can use. And they're just describing it. They're like, yeah, we already looked in getting zoning for live shooting, for shooting in their in their land to make my own outdoor range. What? You want to just give your land to this little black girl? I mean, I know we said we want 40 acres and a mule, but I didn't think you was talking. I didn't think you thought I was talking to you and you was talking to me. So I just want to say, man, relationships are a big, big thing. So that that client schmoozing, if you got clients that you want to work with more and more, and these weren't the same two people, I'm just saying. Thursday, client schmoozing, schmoozing. then Friday I had these students and and and. Um, all of them were referrals, and none of them know each other. And um, the offering of their land was so big and pivotal um, because I've only been in business for three years. Um, I've been doing this for 18 years, but I've only been in business for myself for three years. And I just was like, really? And they were like, yeah, you let me know when you can come look at it. You can see what what you think, what you want to do. Um, I have a huge, and he has like some sort of structure where there's like he collects cars. So he's like, I can move the cars and you can use them as like shootout cars. I don't know if you guys have ever seen shootout cars and basically people, you know, shoot around the vehicle or shoot through the windshield or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But he's like, yeah, you can use it for that. You can do this. You can do that. And they were dead serious. There was no smiles on their face. Like they were dead serious. They said God has blessed them and they would like to bless other people and blah, 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 blah. That's basically the end of that. They said God has blessed them with all these things and they would like to bless someone else. And that's, and they chose me. And I'm like, bro, this is huge. And that was just Friday. <laughs> so then Saturday, I thought I didn't have anything to do. Friday night, several emails came in from several different law firm clients who some two of them I haven't even heard from in a long time. I had some di- divorce papers I had to serve, a summit, some summonses. I had to bench warrant, um, and I got to do my favorite type of serve on Saturday, two of them actually. So I'm, I'm going to break down with the service because people, I put it on my stories and people were asking me what it was. So let me break this down real quick. So an alternative serve, if someone comes up to you and ser- and tries to serve you court documents and you be like, ah, I don't want them, da, 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 da. certain states, the person has to touch it, certain states, the person doesn't have to touch it, really um, um, depends on where you're at. But anyway, so you, you do that, and then the next time, you don't answer the door, and then the next time, the sheriff comes, you don't answer the door, and the next time, like, say it's just a bunch of times, the per- you're, you're evading service. If the lawyer goes black, black. Lord, if the lawyer goes back and goes to the judge and says, judge, I've been trying to serve this person. I can't serve this person. I want an alternative serve. An alternative serve is a couple of things. You could do email, you could do mailbox, or you could do my favorite, which is red tape. 
Mm-hmm. Red tape. Red tape is my favorite way to surf because it's hilarious, and I love seeing people open the door and be mad as heck or be embarrassed when they walk. Thing. This, you should have took the papers the first time. Okay. So this is what happens. You get actual red tape. And you take the papers that you're supposed to be serving the person and you go to their door and you red tape it onto the door. You know how people around your neighborhood got the eviction letter and it's like pinned to their door? Well, this is red taped to their door. So if they come outside or go or or come in, um, if they go outside or they come home, it's red taped to their door, yo. It's so bad. It's so bad. So I had two of those, one in D.C., one in Maryland. That was really extraordinary (laughs) Um, because I also don't want to be red taping and the person come out or red taping and they pull up because that's probably going to be a fight. And I ain't got time for that. I will pepper spray you so fast. We're not fighting. I'm old. I don't have time for that. Um, But the last one that I did, um, they had a ring doorbell and it said, woohoo, someone's at the door or whatever it said. So I'm taping it like, "Mm -mm -mm -mm." And this is the thing, because I've been doing this for so long, I've learned to pre-tape. So I pre-taped it, like I sat it on the steering wheel, pre-taped, pre-taped on all sides, and took it to the door with the tape on it. So when the doorbell said, ding dong, somebody's at the door, I was like, zip, 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 quick. Ran my hand down it, walked my butt back to the car, sat in the car. By the time I got to the car, turned the car on, turned my music on, turned my GPS on, the lady finally came to the door. When she came to the door, she looked at it like, oh, my God, what the? And snatched it off the door. So, you know, I that's a that's a tip. If you're doing process serving, pre-tape your document. And just know if somebody is really evading service, there is something called alternative service. Judges don't give it to you all the time, but they do give it to you if you have enough, you know, you, you have enough evidence saying that this person is evading service and evading service just means ain't trying to get served so that was that and that was saturday so i got every single person except for one guy um this one guy um i was coming up to his neighborhood and i saw that um this guy walking this is how this is how good i am i saw this guy walking his dog and it was like maybe eight o'clock in the morning and for some reason, I was like, yo, that's my guy. Like, his name was very, very much Seinfeld Jewish kind of thing. And I just looked at him, and I was like, yo, that's my guy. That is my guy. So I waited for the guy to come back. I knocked on the door, rung the doorbell, knocked on the door, rung the doorbell. He had a freaking ring light that didn't even work, which is annoying. What's the point of having a ring light if it's not even going to be connected? Come on, guys. These husbands sometimes, they just be slacking on the house husband stuff so anyway so this guy he finally comes back maybe a half an hour later with his dog jump out the car like hey are you such and such and he's like oh startled like what mind you it's like eight something in the morning because i i like to do service early catch people off guard catch people coming out the house whatever good morning i'm here to ruin your morning so um he's like uh what what i say the name again he's like oh no 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 i'm like you're not such and such he's like no then this is where he messes up people. Now this is this this is where he messes up. He goes, I said, so there's nobody in the house named da 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 da. He gonna say, not that I know of, sir. What, sir? You're in like pajamas, walking a dog with a key to the house. You're telling me you don't know who live in the house? I mean, it's big, but it ain't that big to where you got wings, bro. You don't know who live in the house. 
So he lied. It was him. But it's nothing I can do. I ain't the police. So he goes in the house, and I'm like, all right. But what I do is take a picture of the license plate on the truck. I run the license plate. By the time I got home to eat lunch or whatever, license plate came back. It was in a lady's name with the same last name as the guy who I thought he was. So I'm like, bro, that ain't a coincidence. That's your wife. So I went back. Um, Needless to say, I went back. He didn't answer the door. He didn't answer the doorbell. I stayed there. I came back again. So that's what I mean by like evading the service. Like he knew he he probably knew he was about to get served and he's been waiting on it and looking out for it. So he was like startled. He lied about who he was. Then they didn't answer the door. I could hear him behind the door saying shh to the dogs. That's another reason why I didn't really go hard either because when I did approach him, he had a dog with him and I don't, I don't got time to play with people dogs because sorry to all the dog people. And the animal lovers, I am not an animal lover. So if your dog come at me, they getting a bullet or they getting pepper sprayed, period. Even the cats. I'm pepper spraying the cat all day. All day. Even your hamster. Maybe even your child. I'm pepper spraying the child. Whatever you send to attack me, I'm pepper spraying them. Period. Y'all can like me up in the comments all you want, but it's going down. Is going down. All right. Yeah, I've had better from them. I usually keep my ash because I like to lock in the flavor. And um, so I don't usually ash, but I am ashing this one just because I want to. This side wasn't really lit properly or evenly. Oh, that second time around. So anyway, so that was Saturday. Saturday, I was out from like 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. serving. It was a great serve day. And yes, I am hiring for servers because I have one. And I ended up taking her load, one of hers, and then I hired somebody else and I ended up firing them because they couldn't do what I needed them to do. So, um, yes, I am looking for servers. Um, I am hiring for that. You can send your resume or your information, even if you don't have a resume, your information and what you want to do to jazz the CEO at afterhoursecurity.com. I'll look over that. Check it out. Just a heads up, too. I will be doing Pride 2023. Hopefully, let me just say hopefully, but I will be doing Pride 2023, so I will be using about 40 officers again. Last year, we had 40 officers. This year, we're going to have about 40 officers on both days. So if you're looking for something to do for two days and get paid about 17 to $20 an hour, um, definitely send your resume or send your information and you and say that you're interested in working pride to jazz the CEO at afterhoursecurity.com. We're doing that as well. Um, so that was my Saturday. And then my Sunday is my executive protection day. Um, I also have a team that does security at Bridgeway community, um, church, which is also my church home. So in case you guys want to, I did invite somebody out. Yes. Last night to Easter. So if somebody wants to be my guest to church, just let me know, hit me up in the comments or my inbox and let me know. Um, but we do have a security team there, um, two locations, all black female security team. 
Okay, and we ain't playing. We got K nine officers, federal officers. We we got the whole nine, and me, of course, I'm cool as hell. So we got the whole nine there. So that's Sunday. My Sunday is full. Um, so we did that, and um, that's from like seven a.m. to about three p.m. So today I was just extremely tired, especially because last night went out to dinner with some colleagues and. We went to Fogo de Chao, and boy, do I love Fogo de Chao. I went to Fogo de Chao with a toothache. Let's just say that. That's how you know how much I love meat. Well, well, that kind of meat. I went to Fogo de Chao with a toothache. I took some Advil in the limousine uh, 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 and was like, oh, I'm going to get this sirloin. I'm going to get these lamb chops. I'm going to eat this mashed potato. I don't care about this toothache. So that was it went well. Uh, you know, I'm not crying. It's, uh, I'm not hurting. So it went really well. Um, Fogo Child, if you have not been there, you should go. And if you've been there, you should go back. It's really good. And their wine selection. Mm, mm, mm. Their wine selection is amazing. Okay. Amazing. Let me tell you something, security people and uh, industry people and people, just people, period. Wine is a whole nother world. Like, I'm trying not to get into wine because I just don't want to fixate on something else. Because when I started to get in bourbon, I started to get into bourbon. When I got into bourbon and whiskey, I got into bourbon and whiskey hard. Okay? I mean, I got freaking bourbon that was aged on boats. Like, come on. What, Jasmine? Then when I got into cigars, I really got into cigars. Like, hello. I get subscription boxes sent to my house every month. So, I'm trying not to get into wine because it is a whole nother monster in a whole nother world because I also just dived into golf and golf is hard. Golf is hard, man. Speaking of golf. So I went to golf on Wednesday. Ha ha ha. Yeah. I've had a really, really busy week. Like I've been trying to do my like daily vlogs on Instagram to show all this stuff I be doing because like I'm really proud of who I've become and the things that I've accomplished and the things that I do. But sometimes I just I can't film it all, right? But I did go to golf on Wednesday and I took a little mini lesson on Wednesday. And one thing that the coach was having trouble with was my finger. My finger's on, okay, it's on the golf club, okay, it's on the shaft. And it's going it's straight out, right? And he's like, "Why do you keep doing that? Because if the if the golf club goes backwards, your 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 finger could get bent. You know, you could hurt yourself." And I'm like, "I don't know. I must be stupid. Why is my finger doing this?" So still, every time he's got to tell me, he's got to tell me. And then I realized why my finger was straight down the shaft, even though he repeatedly told me to move my freaking finger. You want to know? I want to know if you can guess. Somebody comment in the comments and see if you can guess why my finger was straight down the shaft, even though he told me to curl it so that it won't get hurt. I'll tell you why. Because I have immaculate trigger discipline on my firearms. When you hold a gun, you're not supposed to put your finger in the trigger. Not supposed to put your finger on the trigger guard, in the trigger guard, on the trigger, nothing until you're ready to shoot. So my brain automatically, no matter what it is I'm doing, my finger, boop, straight out. Don't move. Stiff. Uh Uh-uh. Ain't no pulling the trigger on accident over here. Ain't none of that over here. Because I've done it before in my life. Just to be transparent. Uh, So... My finger was stuck like that during golf lessons because during the range, I make sure to always have my trigger finger off the trigger, away from the trigger guard, up on the slide. 
So I was doing that with my golf club. So I had to unlearn and relearn and also understand that I needed this way for this and this way for that. So that was a little difficult. Um, you know, he was yelling at me about that, but golf is difficult. All the terms, all the things you got to know. Oh my God, man. It was difficult. It was a lot. It was a lot, but it's worth it. You know, so this is, this is a reminder or this is encouragement and empowerment to whoever's watching who wanted to try something new that their friends don't want to do or that your family don't want to do or your family don't know how to tell you how to do it or it's something that you've always thought about and you just was like, ah, you know, the same for me, but I really want to try it. Just go out and try it, bro. I went, bought clubs, bought a polo and went out there. And let me tell you something. Let me tell you a secret. As a female... You're going to always get free lessons because dudes always want to teach you something, bro. And sometimes you got to be like, nah, I'm good because some people just be dumb and they be trying to teach you. But some people be knowing what they're talking about. And so you're like, ooh, okay, I'm going to get this free half an hour lesson because golf lessons are expensive. But as a female, they always trying to come to a damsel in distress, honey. So I just go out there, you know, practice what I do know. And then somebody else got to come up to me like, hey, yo, uh, what you, what you, what you working on, baby girl? Let me show you something. Let me show you. So, hey, I don't recommend that in the range because most of the people in the range don't know what the heck they're talking about. Most of the guys in the range do not know what the heck they're talking about. Y'all can yell at me in the comments all you want. But most of the time, you go in the range, they don't know what the heck they're talking about. But get a real instructor. And in golfing, too, get a real instructor. But you do get free lessons as a female. I keep letting it go out. But you do you do tend to get free free lessons as a female. Alright, so yeah, so they got laws that's changing for security I've had a busy week I learned that relationships are really, really important Somebody trying to give me some land, man That's crazy, that ain't number God right there Boop, hallelujah Um, you know, and uh It's still not summertime Usually the security industry really ramps up in the summertime And I think me having a busy Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday was beautiful because a lot of times I'm just sitting at home, you know what I'm saying, working on the next client, waiting for the next client, talking up the next client, preparing for the next client. But this week was so busy in business, and I really, really am really grateful for that, um, for all the serves and all the clients and all the security stuff. I had somebody that was out working for me at the at one of my event halls. You know, I had a full team at the church. Um, you know, I had a full schedule Saturday serving and, you know, I had clients and, um, students this weekend. And for me, that's so much fulfillment because I have three avenues in my business. I have investigation, I have training and I have security. And to have a week where all three is up and running together, all three making money, all three getting clients. That's a beautiful thing. That's something, you know, let's drink to that, man. And I, w- I wish that for all of you. Cheers on Facebook. Cheers on Instagram. Cheers on YouTube, man. I wish that for everybody in all all areas of your life. May all things work congruent together, simultaneously making money. Shout out to 2023. Mm. That's it, man. That's right there. Now, my last subject for today's show 
is I did a couple um Insta cheers jazz. I did a couple Instagram posts. I did a couple um YouTube uh, YouTube posts and stuff about five fundamentals that I want people to start practicing at home. So I'm going to go through those five fundamentals here. And these aren't the only fundamentals that exist. That's, that's the disclaimer. These aren't the only ones that you can work on. But this is to get you started. This is for those people who don't feel comfortable with their firearm, who have a new gun, don't really know their gun. This is what I say about guns. You are in a relationship with your firearm. That is your boyfriend. That is your family. What's up, Will? That is your boyfriend. That is your girlfriend. That's your baby daddy. That's your baby mama. Okay? You need to be in a relationship. And in a relationship, you need to know what that gun needs, what it wants, what it takes, what it doesn't take, what helps it work better, what elevates it. Hello. I'm giving relationship advice out here, shorty. What elevates it. What makes it more accurate? You training. You know, what helps you be the best that you can be for it? You need to be in a relationship. That means you need to get to know all of its parts. You need to know how to oil it down. How to work it out. Love it when it's broke down. Love it when it's together. I mean, come on, people. Somebody in and say amen. So, fundamentals. You need to know how to... Load and unload your magazine. That means putting ammunition in the magazine to capacity. Taking it out. Putting it back in. Taking it out. Putting it back. Now, everybody doesn't need to try these things. Not everybody. And don't get me wrong. This is not just for women. I have men. I I had a guy who put a bullet in backwards before. So don't get it twisted. This is not a gender thing. This is a fundamental knowledge thing. Okay? So practice loading and unloading your magazine. Right now, in practice, taking an empty magazine, no ammo. We don't play around. Be safe at all times. Follow the safety rules. If you don't know them, look them up. If you don't know them, take a class. You want to practice loading and unloading the magazine to its full capacity, and then you want to take the ammo out of the room. Then you want to practice loading and unloading the magazine into the magazine well, hitting that button. Right, because some of us we have small hands. We gotta maneuver our hand around the gun, hit the button. Maneuver our hand around the gun, hit the button, or hit the button with this. You want to get smooth with it, so you want to practice that. Dropping the magazine, putting it back in. Dropping the magazine, putting another one back in. Dropping the mag over and over. And I be doing this while I'm watching Steve Harvey on Family Feud, trying to see what he got on. Trying to see what he got on. That's it. I'm only watching Family Feud for his outfits. Shout out to his this, um his um tailor and his um what do you call him stylist. Shout out to him. So I'm doing all this practicing, and I still practice these things because if I get a new gun, I don't know that gun. That's my new girlfriend. That's my new boyfriend. I need to get to know this gun. You need to get to know this gun. You need to read the manual, right? The reading the manual is like listening to your boyfriend or girlfriend. Understand what makes them tick, what doesn't make them tick, what kind of oil they take, what kind of ammo they take. You need to know that. Right, Will? We... We, we got to continue this. It's always it's always training you could do. So, loading, unloading the magazine, full capacity. Loading an empty magazine and dropping the magazine over and over again. Right? Because you want to practice stress reloads. Then you want to practice racking the slide. Which is really difficult for a lot of people. Man, men, male or female. You want to rack the slide. Then you want to practice... Locking the slide and unlocking the slide. Those are 
three different actual functions. Those are three different fundamentals. Racking the slide, locking the slide, where it's locked back. You can see through it, clear, clear, flip it over, clear. And then unlocking the slide, hitting that button. Slide flies back, forward. Sorry, slide slide flies forward. So you want to practice racking the slide, locking the slide, unlocking the slide. Okay, you want to do that. Then you want to practice taking the firearm apart, stripping it down to where you're down to the point to cleaning it, where you would strip it down to clean it. I don't go no further besides taking the slide off, the frame and the slide, taking it off, taking the barrel out, taking the recoil spring out, because I'm no armorer. So if you're not an armorer, don't go any, don't go past taking the recoil spring out and taking this um, barrel out, because if you go any further, you might not know how to put it back together. Now you didn't ruin the daggone gun. Now you didn't broke up with you didn't broke up with your new relationship. You broke up your new relationship just because you was doing too much. And trust me, people always breaking up their new relationships because they doing too much. So don't get on there trying to do too much. Break it down. Practice putting it back together. Practice breaking it down. Practice putting it back together. Practice breaking it down. Practice putting it back together. So I'm gonna say them again. Reloading and unloading your magazine to full capacity. Reloading, unloading, reload. Then taking an empty magazine, loading, dropping it, loading it, dropping it into the gun. Then racking your slide. Rack, rack, rack. And then you want to practice locking the slide. And then you want to practice unlocking the slide. Simple things. But this will help you get to know your gun better. This will help you get comfortable with the firearm in your hand. It starts to become a dance. Y'all together now. Take that baby out to tango. Okay? I, I'm, I, I, Jasmine, you're laughing, but it's, it's serious. Take, take it out on a date. Because I have people say, oh, yeah, I bought my gun six months ago, but I never carry it. Why? Why do you have it then? Because it's cool? Because it ain't that cool sitting in your house and safe. Not getting no. Take it out. Take it to the grocery store. Take it out to the park. Take it to a picnic. Get used to carrying it. Buy a holster. Buy 10 holsters. Figure out which one's best for you. Start sliding into this relationship, taking baby steps, seeing what's good and what's not, what works and what doesn't. That's what you want to do. <laughs> I don't know why I go off with that analogy. But that's what you want to do. You want to work on those fundamentals, man. Okay? You want to work on those fundamentals, and, and, that, and, and that's the point. So listen, work on those fundamentals. Send me videos of you working on those fundamentals. I will I will actually help you out. You send me the videos on something. If you think you need help with something, send me those videos. I would love to get those videos, and I will critique the video for you. Film yourself doing these things. Um, make sure there's no distractions in the room. Make sure there's no ammo in the room. If you're doing the thing with the magazine, filling it up, put the gun in another room and only have the ammo in the magazine, and then vice versa, right? So let's just keep it safe, right? Let's keep it safe. Let's keep it safe. Let's keep it safe. That's my disclaimer. I want nobody coming saying Jasmine on Industry Talk podcast said I should be doing this and you didn't shot yourself in the foot. I ain't got time for that. That's a lot of liability. So anyway, treat your firearm like it's your boo thing. Get to know it. Practice with it. Get comfortable with it. Security guys, get ready. Club security, get ready. Hey, granddad. Club security, get ready because it's about to be some laws passed where y'all can't just be throwing on a black t-shirt with security on the back and throwing people out the club. Oh, also, they're also going to make you report uses of force. I, I forgot to read that part. They're going to make 
security report uses a force. So all those security guards who be bouncers, bodyguards who be throwing people off stage. I watched several of those videos in the last couple of days. All those videos you see where people throwing people off stage, knocking people down, you're and it's on camera. Let them get away for that after this law passed and you didn't report it. You got 48 hours to report uses of force. That's going to be bad for some of y'all because y'all be acting a fool. <laughs> but anyway, back to my book. If you haven't grabbed my book yet, make sure y'all grab my book, Zero to 35, De-Escalation Tactics, Tips, and Techniques to Use Before Ever Pulling Your Firearm. This is definitely for some of y'all. Um, y'all might as well get a head start on this de-escalation thing because it's about to become law. And it's crazy because they're giving it to security guards, but they need to start doing more with this de-escalation thing uh, for police. And I talked about um, empathy and de-escalation on my social media. So make sure y'all go follow Industry Talk Podcast on Instagram, Facebook. If you have any um, bourbon and whiskey suggestions, cigar suggestions, that you want to send me, um, inbox me for the P.O. Box. If you have gear, something you want me to wear, something you want me to shout out, I'll give you my P.O. Box. If you have suggestions of something you want me to smoke or talk about, you can email me at industrytalkpodcast at gmail.com or you can DM it at industrytalkpodcast on Facebook and Instagram. Um, you could drop a comment. I go back and I look at the comments later on after I post it to Spotify. If you were on here and had to jump off, the whole thing will be on YouTube and Spotify later on tonight. Um, I'm going to jump off now and I'm going to go holler at my students. Listen, y'all get in this. Um, well, I was going to tell y'all to get y'all to get in this app that I got. We're doing some training, free training. Everybody who um, knows that I wrote an ebook, I haven't dropped it out to the public yet, but I did give it to the members of my Protectors Club. I did give it to them for free. They are checking it out right now as we speak. And so I'm going to get on there with them. And um, y'all make sure y'all join in. It's $9.99 a month, free training. Right now it's about 20 different training videos already in there from security to gun ownership to firearm tra- um, firearm drills, um, private investigation training, and all kinds of stuff on there. We got, um, what else we got on there? We got meal prep stuff, workout stuff. It's a bunch of stuff. I got a podcast on there that isn't on here that's strictly about my experiences. Um, it's a private podcast only in the app. So we have episodes on there as well. So if you're missing out, and you want to train, and you don't have the time, and you don't have the money, that is $9.99 a month. You can train with me online every day. And if you send me messages, videos, et cetera, inside that app, I answer right away because it's like a text message to me. Come straight to my phone, man. So make sure y'all get into that. Uh, make sure y'all grab the book if y'all want to jump on this de-escalation thing because it's about to be law. Um, Annapolis is definitely going to pass that legislation. Uh, what else, man? I don't know, man. Grab y'all stogie, man. People be so stressed. This is my stress reliever. This is my anxiety. Um, make sure y'all do that. And if you want to be my guest for Easter Sunday, what's your app? Jazz, I'll send it to you after this. I'll send it to you. It's called the Protectors Club. Um, I'll send you the link or tag you in the post I put on my page with the link. Um, it, I think it's definitely it's, it's a good way to train because you don't have to leave your house. So. 
Thank y'all for listening to Industry Talk Podcast. Um, thanks for watching on my Facebook and my Instagram on Industry Talk Podcast Instagram. Um, the other two episodes are on YouTube, so make sure y'all go back and check those out. Um, man, that's it. All right. Cheers to y'all. What? One more cheers before I go. Cheers, cheers, cheers. All right. See ya.